leaders and healers from around the universe. Welcome to the Power and Purpose and Passion Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Cheem, life coach, speaker, author, trainer, love bug to the whole entire universe. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we have an amazing show. Uh, this podcast is all about claiming your power, clarifying your purpose, and cultivating your, your passion. The past few podcasts we've been talking about is health. That has been the subject of how to increase and enhance uh, and embody health, energy, so you can so you can literally take any goal, any directive, any objective, so you can move toward it with power, purpose, and passion. You can take your dreams and make them real by planning it out with much more focus and much more energy and much more drive and align yourself with your, your body mind, your mind mind, and your spiritual mind together to be the best version of yourself. So today we're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna extend that subject. We talked first about sleep. We talked about exercise. We talked about the importance of what you feed your body, what you feed your mind. But today we're going to talk strictly about what what can you do? What's the major difference between the people that are consistent in in getting the job done in terms of uh, your health and, and, and maintaining discipline in your workouts, maintaining discipline in your morning ritual, maintaining discipline in what foods you eat? What is the major difference? And so today's going to be all about mindset. I, what, I, what I teach to people, a basic sort of equation is, is what I call the four R's. And I, I actually outline in my book, the Body 2.0, and the four R's. And we're going to talk about it today to get massive results, massive massive action in your life so you can move towards what, you, what it is you want to do, which is enhance, again, enhance, embody uh, the energy that you deserve that's available to every single one of us. And we're going to here to make that major upgrade to finalize that upgrade so you can be the best possible version of yourself. Thanks. Hey, Cam, thanks for joining us, my friend. Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Also, <laughs> I just want to say for everybody out there, Anthony Cheem, of all people that I know, he's intense. <laughs> he is out there. He is enthusiastic, uh, charismatic. It's insane. And I mean, you can't have a quiet conversation with Cheem. I mean, unless it's like, unless there's something actually like sad or something going on. He's like, what's up, man? How you doing, dude? Oh, I'm doing so good. And it's like, I have a feeling this didn't start overnight. I have a feeling this was you actually consciously trying to build this energy inside of you, trying to, yep. again, like you said, discipline yourself. So I'm really excited to know your mindset and get to the point where, I mean, not just loud, but passionate. And people yes, are drawn yes. to that. Everybody's drawn yeah. to that guy who just like, when he's talking, they listen, like that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And so, yep. um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm doing well. You asked me how I'm doing. I'm doing very <laughs> well. I'm very excited. And uh, let's just get right into it. Yeah. Well, the, fir the first R of the four R's is taking 100% resourcefulness um what does that mean even mean to be resourceful to be ignited physically mentally emotional when i say 100 resourceful i don't mean 99 resourceful oftentimes i use the metaphor for imagine my wife and i were getting married on our on our wedding day and she was walking down the aisle and before we said our vows i said to her you know what i'm 99 committed to you <laughs> what do you think she'd say? She'd probably say, oh, no, no, this is all or nothing here. So I'm asking you to be a little bit more to raise your standard for the person you show up as in terms of your resourcefulness. So what that what does that mean? I love the metaphor or the story of Tony Robbins doing his TED talk. And this is a great he asked. The, he asked the audience a question. Who in here has ever failed? And then, you know, everyone raises their hands. So long story short, he says, well, why did you fail? And all these people started to yell out answers in the audience saying, you know, I failed because of money. I failed because of, you know, not the right people, not the right technology, not the right boss, not the right whatever it might be. And then he asked, they asked the question, so what do these things all have in common? And one person said, they're all resources. And what he was, how he responded was absolutely brilliant because he said, 
it is that is the biggest illusion why people fail in life. It's not resources that make people fail. It's the lack of resourcefulness. The truth of the matter is, if you are strong enough, you are determined enough, you are disciplined enough, you have that desire, the burning desire to get something, and you don't have the money, can you find a way to get the money? And the answer is yes. If you don't, if you have enough caring and love for people to make a difference in the world, but you don't have the education or the right people, could you find the right people to align with to help you get towards you where you want to go? And the answer is yes. And he gives a few examples in one of his uh, audio programs called Ultimate Edge, which I highly recommend all of you get and purchase out there. He gives an example of of uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling was, you know, she wrote, she's a billionaire now, and she wrote the book Harry Potter. And and the, the interesting thing about her story is, is that she was, you know, she got married. I think she moved uh, to uh, Portugal to marry a guy. She came back. It didn't work out, and she was living in her car basically to a point where she was broke. And you know what? She just decided, you know what? I'm going to write these things, these stories called Harry Potter that she was telling her daughter about. And all her whole whole family friends told her, listen, you shouldn't write these things. You should go become a teacher and all these things. And told her to you know kind of put her dreams aside she wrote these books and it didn't do well the initial uh when she finally finished the first book it didn't do crazily well the first half of the books went to the library the other half went to the public and then it caught wildfire and as you know harry potter has become this monumental movement people from around the world she's a multi-billionaire i mean tell like from what she had a desire she had a hunger she had a drive she had an idea and she acted upon it so um another person would be someone like you know um uh, the guy that started KFC, uh, Colonel Sanders, the guy was six, age 65 when he was driving around, you know, the United States in his white suit and a beat up car. All he had was a chicken recipe. And he decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go to a thousand nine different restaurants. And he failed. He had a thousand nine different no's. And that finally that thousand and nine or thousand tenth time, he just finally someone jumped in and then KFC was born. Right. So when would you have quit? At the 10th time of hearing no, 100th time, the fifth time, the first time, he had 1,009 rejections. But he realized, he had a mindset that said, I will not quit. I will find a way to get there. The The next no is just another closer, uh, another step closer to my next yes. And becoming resourceful means being 100% fully focused, fully driven in your body, your mind, and your spirit. With, aligned with what you're saying and aligned with what you're doing with your body. We talked about the last podcast about the first uh, thing that your body needs is oxygen. Are you t- are you 100% resourceful in breathing in the power of oxygen? Are you 100% resourceful in the way you speak to yourself? Because ultimately what I say to people, listen, you don't need me to motivate you or to inspire yourself. What I say to you is very little in comparison to what you say to yourself in the morning, in the day, because you take you everywhere you go. So the reality of it is, of it, guys, is this: what you say to yourself, how you show up, is your responsibility. Which leads us to our next R, which is responsibility. Taking a hundred percent responsibility for the results you wish to produce in your life. Because the reality is, you know what? If you're not responsible for for the things in your life, what you're doing is waiting for things to happen, waiting for the next opportunity, waiting for the economy to get better, waiting for your spouse to get better. Rather than saying, I'm 100% responsible for me, how I respond to life, whatever shows up in life, whatever cards I'm dealt, I'm going to take fully resp- full responsibility for how I use those cards, how I respond to my spouse, how I respond to my boss, how I respond to life in general. You got to take 100% responsibility for how you, who you show up as, for your, for your, uh, for 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 what you say to yourself. You know your exercise, your health, your spirituality, whatever it might be you want to produce in your life. You've got to take 100% responsibility, which leads us to our third, our third uh, R, which is rituals. 
Are, what is your ritual every single morning or before you go to sleep during your daytime? I was talking to someone the other day and I said, what is your morning ritual? And they said, I don't have one. Well, that is your ritual. Getting up, not, not feeling like getting up oh, I, I, or saying to yourself, I'm, not, I'm too tired. I don't want to go to work. I don't like my life. And then you start your day with coffee or a donut or whatever it might be. And you're driving to work and thinking about how you don't want to go to work. That is your ritual. Take command of your ritual in the morning throughout your day. My morning ritual is anywhere from, I'd say, 90 minutes to two hours where I'm filling my own tank up so then I can be up here. So when I finally inevitably meet my first challenge, I'm up here rather than down here. And I'm doing that literally every single day, day in, day out, consistently. And before, so you combine those three R's, 100% resourceful. You show up physically, mentally, emotional, 100% responsible for the results you wish to produce in your life. And number three, 100% of your rituals are your responsibility. Those three R's equal your fourth R, which is the results. You, 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 you amp up your resourcefulness. You amp up your responsibility. You amp up your rituals and your consistent day in, day out. I promise you the results that you wish to produce in your life will start to enhance. Here's equally. If you don't, if, you, if you're not 100% resourceful, Let's say you're 50% resourceful or, and then you show up with like this attitude, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll be, I'll be 50% responsible for my results. And then you're, you're, you're kind of do your, your rituals 30% of the time. You're going to get 30 to 50% results. So if you want to focus on getting better results, focus on resourcefulness, focus on being more responsible, focus on, on being more consistent with the rituals and you will produce better results in your life. Like you've never heard of. Wow. That was fantastic. Okay. So, <laughs> Think about this, guys. Anthony Team was able to accomplish the entire episode in less than 10 minutes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, no, that was great. And so can we have some, like, real practical steps? Because a lot of people are, they'll look at the four R's, resourcefulness, responsibility, rituals, and results. It's a simple process, but where do you yeah. begin? Because I know resourcefulness <clears throat> is first, but, like, what is the first thing? Because a lot of people don't know themselves. They don't understand... Yeah. Um, their own like rituals that they have right now. Yeah, they know yeah. their results. Everybody knows the results because everybody's yes, yes, you yes. know sort of either fed up or comfortable with the results or whatever. But yeah. yeah, like what what is the first step for all of this? Well, it really starts out by knowing specifically what it is you want. What's the result you're after, and not just a result like yeah, I want a million bucks, but like something that juices you. Something that really, really excites you and, and by the way, and scares you at the same time. When you think about it, you get, you get kind of excited and you get kind of like, whoa, well, how am I going to do this? And so it starts with knowing specifically what it is you want. What do you want in life? Whoever you are out there, what is it do you want? Have you ever thought about what it is you want? Really? Do you want to make a, a stronger connection with your creator? Do you want to have a passionate, intimate relationship where you're growing, you're, you're having this passionate, playful, cheerful relationship? Do you want to have the body where you are just, we're, we're exuding energy and you take off your shirt and you look amazing, you feel good about yourself? Do you want to get that promotion at work that really juices you? I often say to people, you know, Cam, what would you work harder for? A $5,000 raise or a $500,000 raise? And which one would juice you more? 500,000? Yeah, I mean 500 grand versus 5,000 and what would what would be like man what would inspire you more you know and uh make, making $500,000 more or making $5,000 more of course $500,000 yes. more would inspire you more. Now the question is what would you do with that $500,000? What would you do? If you had $500,000 extra coming in every year, what would you do? This is the thing. 
I haven't even consciously decided what I would do. And I think that's <laughs> what you're trying to point out, right? Yes, yes, yeah. you got it. And so the, so the idea is when, okay, when I wor- wrote my first book, I, I, I literally visualized me with the book in my hand, like emotionalized it, it physically, imagine it in my hand. And then when I finished it, what was I going to do with that book? I was going to sell it and give it to my clients. And I was literally going to give it to people on the streets for free. And I, and then I could just imagine them reading the book, them contacting me by email or text or social media or a phone call saying that book changed my life. And imagine what, wow, this book is changing people's lives. That's what I'm going to do with it. Or let's say, for example, someone said, I want, I want a million bucks and they make that million bucks. And they say, you know what? I want to buy a new house or I want to give $500,000 to my top 10 charities or I want to fly down to Venezuela or some third world country and, and help build houses and schools and stuff like that. Something that really inspires you because I remember my, one of my original mentors, he used, to, he used to say this to me. When you buy a nice car, you don't buy it for the car. You don't buy it for the car. You buy it for the feeling that that car gives you, right? And so if, if, if it's an orange, you know, Lamborghini Murcielago that you want, imagine yourself driving that car. I'm just using that as an example. It could be anything. And you're driving around this orange Murcielago. How are you feeling? What's the feeling you get from driving that car? Do you feel like this sudden feeling that you're successful, this feeling of achievement, the feeling of a feeling that you, you've, or you've arrived, that you worked your butt off to finally arrive at being able to purchase that piece of, a, you know, that piece of artwork or whatever it might be, or, or living in that 10,000 square foot home or giving $100,000 to charity or singing in front of that audience or whatever, whatever goal or dream you're after or being the CEO or the president of your own company, whatever it might be, or seeing the dollar amount in your bank account, whatever it might be, here's my first thing, discover Determine specifically what it is you want. Start with the the fourth R. Start there specifically and then visualize every single moment. Just imagine every morning. That becomes your ritual. Visualizing that result, a present moment reality. That's part of manifestation. Everything I've ever created in my life, whether it be a relationship or my, my, uh, my four books or whatever it might be, my speaking engagements, I literally visualize it as if it's a present moment reality. I imagine myself showing up as the best version of myself. I imagine myself finishing that marathon and the feeling, the feeling, it's all about the emotionalizing the feeling in your body, your nervous system, so that when, you've, when, you're, when you're practicing, when you are working out, when you are disciplining yourself to actually follow through on that phone call or follow through on that workout or follow through in the, on that morning ritual, you are already that person as if you're already that person. And you've got to literally drill that tattoo, sear that into every fiber of your being. You can't be, you got to say it, you got to speak it, you got to live it, you got to breathe it with conviction. None of this kind of, well, I should have, could have, would have, or it's like, you know, I really want that, but I really want to do that. But listen, you've already cut it off. You've already cut the process off of manifestation. If you got to go, yeah, I really want that, but I've never been like that. Well, you've already literally cut yourself off from the possibility. You got to literally own that vision, own that result as if you're already that person. And that's the beginning process of, of the ritual, the rituals, results, the responsibility, the, the resourcefulness. And so, I mean, we can talk about this all day long, but that is the very first step I recommend to everyone out there. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I think I'm at a place in my life where I'm a lot more disciplined and I'm able to do these things yeah. and go all out. But that, again, didn't happen overnight. I started mm-hmm. three, four years ago now. I'm just mm-hmm. getting into personal development in general and learning and all yeah. these things. And I just want people to know that they won't be as powerful as Anthony Cheem is in himself, like right now. 
um, yeah. it is a practice because yes, like, have you ever like, it's, it's like, you don't know how to speak a language. Like you got to learn, you got to practice it. You got to, yep. there's got to be progress. It's not going to be, yes. um, total power right away. And I mean, sometimes I've also had these moments where I would be building a habit and then for some reason, 20 days in, I would stop. Mm-hmm. And they usually say the first the first 20 days is difficult, but no, it's like the last 20 days after the first 20 because your yeah. comfort zone kicks in and yeah. like you go back to what you're comfortable with or what the environment is like. And so yeah. if you could find a buddy to do this with, a buddy to yes. just sit down and like, yeah. hey, what, like, like, let's talk about our lives. Let's figure out what we want to do with our lives. Like yeah. I am always brought back to the fact that we're given so much power, so much time. Like our hearts are beating a hundred thousand times and yeah. we have so much opportunity. And for most people, they are just distracting themselves from, from pain or whatever they're doing. Yeah, and for me, it's it. like, I do not take that lightly. Um, yeah, not that I've ever been in any crazy life threatening situation. Like I have a couple times, but yeah, like I, you gotta, I guess have both ends of the spectrum, right? Reasons yeah. that yeah. pull you and reasons yes. that push you you need a fire yes. under your ass like for sure <laughs> you got it um, exactly it yeah and exactly it. for everybody it's different like danish mm-hmm. over here is so much different than me but mm-hmm. at the same time we're best friends it's so weird we have a completely different operating systems things that yeah. pump me up do not pump danish up and so sure. you gotta you gotta know yourself i, I think i yeah. said that like 10 minutes ago yeah. but it's yeah it's very important <laughs> to to know yourself yeah. And, and, and again, know yourself, know thyself, be thyself, you know, um, and, and, the, and the and the fact of the matter is, is once you know what it is you want, and you're focusing on what it is you want, almost like the universe opens. And are you focusing on what you don't want or are you focusing on what you do want? Are you focusing on what you don't want and what you fear? Because most people focus on what they fear. Right. And that and that actually serves them at some level. Because it actually ignites them and gives me a sense of variety and uncertainty that they have something to worry about, right? And so that that you know, I, I, like as an example, I have a new client and I told her what it is you want specifically. Went through this practice of going through what exactly what she wanted, and then I asked her, "Listen, I want you to write like two pages of why is it so important for you to achieve this specific goal, and I want you to move me with tears, with emotion." And as she said, "Why?" I said, "If you can't move." me with emotion how are you going to move yourself with emotion unless you get really painfully emotional ple- like have these pleasurable since as you said the carrot and the stick the carrot to really so move towards something and the stick to really beat you down that little let your fire in your ass right so the idea is to get because your your emotions are your fuel for action right so if you don't get excited or really scared or, or start getting really uh 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 emotionalized about what it is you want in life and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired then you're nothing's going to change and you got to get truthfully brutally honest with yourself and you know what i promise you when i whenever i wanted something and i really focused in on it and i had a purpose behind a strong reasons and compelling reasons to actually go after that which i wanted it's, I, I, I'm gonna tell you synchronicities the right people showed up the right information showed up uh, the right book showed up and I was aligned and and that's a part of your brain their subconscious mind starts to figure out what it is you, that's aligned with what you want I often say to people, listen, let's say, Cameron, you and I were to go to New York City right now, and our goal was to get to the Empire State Building. And then we got into an Uber cab, and I said to the Uber cab, I said, we don't want to go to the Statue of Liberty. Does that give the cab driver any indication of where we do want to go? And the answer is no. In fact, how the brain works, it'll go to the actual Statue of Liberty. 
So you're focusing on what you don't want to do, but it doesn't give your brain any indication what you where you do want to go. It's like a race car driving school. They, they take you around the racetrack. And then, you know, I heard this metaphor from Tony Robbins as well, that you go around this racetrack going 100 miles an hour. And then there's a button, four buttons on the console that that correspond to each tire. And then as they're driving around, the race car instructor will say, I'm going to push one of the buttons. And then one of the tires are going to go up. What do you think? What, what do you think happens when one of the tires actually raises? You're going to go into a spin. And the only advice that this race car instructor will tell you is, Listen, if you want to avoid crashing, don't look at the wall. Look where you want to go and you'll go there. If you look at the wall, boom, you're going to go right into it. So look where you want to go. Determine that. What is it What is it you want? Write it down on a piece of paper and read it five, six, seven times a day before you go to sleep upon waking. What are, get really disciplined with that practice first and you'll be surprised that one practice of reading what it is you want and seeing yourself in that moment or achieving that result you'll be so surprised you know about how things start to open up for you and then the energy and the charge you get from doing that i really agree too man like you're preaching to the choir too because this is stuff that i've heard like i'm a huge fan of tony robbins and a huge fan of basically all the programs you are um but yeah. no, I agree. Like too many people focus on what they don't want. And all it does for the most part is immobilize you. Some people, yeah. it pumps them up. Like I remember I had a yeah. job interview and this was before I started my business. Um, and like great guy, nice guy who did the interview. It was fine. But just having to sit there and like, like I had to talk about all the things I'm good at that had nothing to do with what I love. I love, I love graphic design. I love filmmaking. I love music production. I love songwriting. I love skateboarding. I love building computers. Um, And none of that had to do with the job description. (laughs) It was like, can you, can you deal with angry people? Like that kind of thing. And and when I sat there, I was like, this is BS. Like, and it actually, it actually did get me a little bit upset, but in an amazing way, because, because I was just like, this is not going to be my path. There's no way. Like I have all these skills under my belt and I'm going to get paid $10 an hour or uh, I guess 14 now, $14 an hour um, side by side other people who don't have those skills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like. Agreed. Agreed. It's it's funny that you're saying that because you know what? I was was career coaching someone on the weekend and this is how passionate I am. I, I was I was coaching someone for free. I, I, because I saw them suffering and I, I just wanted to help. And that's just the type of person I am. I will literally, if I see someone hurting on the street, boom, I'll go in and I'll, I'll bring an energy and a charge and a positivity to their life to, to insert or install it in their life. So they feel better about themselves. And she was talking about how she's, she's ready for a transition in her job. She's t- tired of doing the job and, and making other people's dreams come true. And I said, what do, what do you love to do? She goes, I love to write. I want to help the Aboriginal people in our community because she's an Aboriginal. And and she and she was so you could tell she was passionate about it. So why aren't you doing it? She's like for the paycheck. I said, so you what you're telling me is you're going and I got really sort of I wanted to hurt her and get her to really think about this stuff, not hurt in a bad way, but I'd like yourself to really think about what she really wants. Is it in line with her values, her purpose, and her passions? I said, so what you're telling me is you're gonna live your life. Just for the paycheck. And I get it. You got it. You have bills to pay. You got family and stuff like that. But from nine to five, you're going to focus in on doing something you hate to do. Come home completely drained and empty. And from five to nine, you're just going to kind of just uh, do watch Netflix or cook dinner and then go to sleep unfulfilled. What you Here's my suggestion. From nine to five, work your job. From five to nine, work your dream. Or if it's not, not nine to five where you're working your job, 
wake up an hour early and start writing, start thinking of ways where you can, you can, you can contribute to your, the Aboriginal community. And we started talking about little, little small strategies, getting up 15 minutes earlier. And all of a sudden you could see this whole total shift in her mindset. Like they kept telling her, you should be doing more of what you love, less of what you tolerate and none of what you hate. Literally, I get if, if I understand there are certain cases where you have to do certain things, but I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But the, but then the other time where you have an hour in a day, you should be focusing on doing something you love. And life is too short to focus on doing things you hate all day. Life is grand. It's available to you. And all of a sudden, when when I left her, she was like, I'm going to do it. Like she was so charged. She was ready to get up early to make a change in her life because she started focusing on what it what she wanted what's going to juice her life and making contributions and showing up as the best version version of yourself. In fact, I'll even take it a step further. I said, here's what I want you to do. I said, I want you to look at your job. I want you to look at your job and I want you to think of 10 things you love about your job. And she goes like, okay. And then she started and I said, you know, basically I, I told her, I said, think of 10 things you like about my job. And in the morning, I want you to say, I like my job because and, and, and repeat it. I like my job because da, da, da. I like my job because da, da, da. I like my job and do 10 of them. Some, you, may, you may even come up with 30. And then before you go to sleep, you say, I like my job because what you'll be surprised what will happen is I'm not saying it, it is your ultimate job, but you'll find yourself focusing on everything you like about your job and you'll enter your job with much more flavor, much more charge, much more emotion. You'll show up happy. You actually might get a promotion at work or make more money because your boss or your employees start to notice this new version of yourself. Wow. It's infectious. And I'm not saying that at the end of the day, you're going to want to stay there. But what I'm saying is be 100% responsible Four R's, 100% resourceful, 100% responsible, 100% ritualistic in your, in your igniting of yourself, which will produce hundred percent of your results you wish to produce in your life. It all comes down to that. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and healers, please. I, I beg you. I encourage you. I endorse this idea of, of taking command and control of your mind, your body and your soul focusing on what it is you want and moving in that direction one day at a time, one step at a time. Beautiful, beautiful. This <laughs> has been a really awesome episode. And I think um, another thing to like lead on to this is those four R's are something that nobody else is doing. And when you think about what you want, like I, I honestly get competitive. I just shocked myself with my mic. That was terrible. <laughs> um, I get... Uh, I get extremely competitive because that pumps me up because I live in a neighborhood and like, sure, these people are well off financially, but yeah. they're not doing what they love. They're living for that paycheck, which will then get them yeah. that two week vacation in February. Um, yeah. And so I just ask myself, what are they doing? What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? And what can I do right? What can I do wrong? So yeah. I don't take advice from anybody I wouldn't trade places with. Mm. I I make sure that my habits and rituals, these things are honestly probably the most important. Obviously, the yeah. reasons and stuff are extremely important. But for actual results, that is the last step is those rituals. So just focus on what kind of character you want to build. I remember Jim Rohn said, uh, yeah. you don't achieve success. or so, I'm paraphrasing. You don't achieve success. It's something you attract by the person you become. So, yeah, yeah like yeah. really, really focus in on that. Um, is yep. there anything else? Any last words? Well, Otherwise, you, you know can, what? Uh... You said it best, man. Uh, if there was a fifth R that adds to that first part of the equation, it is reasons. There's a purpose for doing something. Discover what it beyond the results. But, but uh, we talked about this before. We've talked about the purpose, the reasons why you want that result more than anything in one of our other podcasts. But in reality, you know, uh, I remember hearing John C. Maxwell say uh, there's two steps to success. 
in life, in whatever you decide to do. Do something you love to do that you'd gladly do it for free. That you would literally, like if you had all the money in the world where money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing that you gladly do for free? And then step number two, get so damn good at that skill that people will gladly pay you for it. I mean, there are times when I'm speaking, I'm coaching. I'm like, wow, I'm getting paid for this. This is I would do this for free. It, no, seriously. I, I play at my church, sing and play guitar and play the piano and sing. And I'm like, I'm actually getting paid for this. It's not a lot, but I, I get juiced because I get, to, I get to insert my passion, my spiritual energy, my emotion, uh, my, my love into people's lives through music, through my the, the, the power of the spoken word. And by the way, Jim Rohn did say that. He said, well, that, I, I remember repeating that over and over to myself. You don't pursue success. It's something you attract as a result of the person you become. Become a more attractive person and success will start to pursue you. Because the reality is become more, you will do more, and you will have more. You don't focus on having more first. You focus on being more than doing more than having more. Awesome. Okay, so this was an awesome episode. I'm real quick just going to mention a few things because I actually did these cool animations. This is the social <laughs> media links. I don't, you'll, you'll be able to see it after, but uh, actually they're technically not animations. But if you want to follow Anthony on all the social medias, it's literally at Anthony Cheem. I've said this before. He's extremely lucky. Nobody ever has their full name as the at. Like that's, you got a unique name, I guess. Um, and then the next one here is his podcast. If you want to help Anthony Cheem in any way, besides buying his book, which I'll get into that, if you want to help him in any way, it would be going to iTunes and rating the podcast. Because that's a big deal. If somebody goes and rates it, just any rating for that matter, whatever, like an honest review, um, it has a possibility of reaching more people. And I mean, none of this has to do with money. Money is a byproduct of save, like changing the world. And that's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. We're trying to change the world. We're trying to reach this to more people. Um, we have big plans with events and all sorts of stuff. When we start, like when we all move together and like build this team, it's going to be very exciting. Um, and so, you know, if you want to be a part of that, go to iTunes, if you have an iPhone or whatever, or even Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, and uh, give it an honest review and write down what you think of the show. And that's huge. That is huge for us. Um, and then also, if you do like reading, he's got his book on Amazon for twelve fifty seven Canadian. That's not too bad. Um, <laughs> I actually have a copy. It's fantastic. And it's literally from A to Z, just these <laughs> words that correspond with like living an amazing life. It's actually, I love the idea for it. But anyways, yeah. that was a really good show, man. Um, Thank you. And if you want to go ahead and say your last words, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I, you know, as I say with every podcast, I give my all to you, to the world. I want to leave this world empty, and that's what I wish for you—that you leave this world empty. Whether if you were to die in 24 hours, I want you to leave the next 24 hours and give your all and live as abundantly, um, as purposefully, as passionately, as powerfully in the service of others. That is my purpose—to serve you, your deepest levels, uh, and the needs of the world, and the collective needs of the world. Because I believe that um, it is so needed right now so to your continued upgrade and evolution live it up with power purpose and passion 